it's all come down to this. Drama everywhere. The Aguero moment, the Tevez goal, the great escape. A day full of drama and a podcast ready to discuss it. Welcome to the Sunday League podcast. It's great to have all the boys ready for the final weekend. So firstly, a man whose steadfast belief in the chances of his team's survival will undoubtedly blur his opinion of the weekend. Dan, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it this weekend, to be honest. Uh, not the situation I wanted to be in, but yeah, it's, it makes for a cracking weekend, doesn't it? So yeah, looking forward to talk about it. Carlin, by any chance? Well, it's coming to the penultimate game of the season, so why change now? Yeah, Carlin this week. <laughs> and secondly, a man who is working with the Oxford Dictionary to introduce the meaning of all of the new words he's brought to the podcast this year. Adam, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm great. Thank you, mate. I'm looking forward to this weekend completely. Yet another bank holiday. I've got a Grace Road visit on Friday night, um, chilled Saturday, boozy uh, Sunday, and a uh, hangover on the Monday, I believe. So, yeah. Good weekend. Yeah, uh, definitely. Sounds good. What's the, what's the beer in rotation? I'm a bit surprised, Scott, because every time you ask me this, it's... Um, it, it's more likely a cider than a beer. Granted, <laughs> I've had a Stella in the past and I've had a Guinness. Uh, but yeah, I've got a Lily Cider again. This one's called Lily Select and it's very sour. Oh, For me, boys, uh, after not drinking on Tuesday, I'm back on the beer tonight, a cheeky gold blanche. Um, like you guys, we've got Monday off, so another long long weekend for me. Nice to have a bank holiday <laughs> for it. Um, I'm off to the rainforest again tomorrow, but don't worry, I'll be back for the review. Uh, I'm getting myself Scott, back. Sorry? Do you celebrate the English bank holidays as well as the Madagascan? It seems like you celebrate ours as well. <laughs> we, we have anyone that's going. Uh, <laughs> any bank holiday, we'll have them. So, yeah, we'll, uh, I'll be back for Sunday, though, boys. I'm going to the Rainforest okay. Friday and Saturday, but I'm coming back for Sunday, ready to watch. Uh, well, re- ready to watch might be a strong word. Ready to cry might be better, <laughs> but we'll we'll get on to that, shall we? Um, cry with proudness. <laughs> um, I've got some good news boys um, with very little midweek action we're not going to bother with the 90 second review so we're going to just focus on the uh, on the final week of games um, so let's let's talk about our predictions and how we're doing going into the last week boys um, Dan you, you won last week you got five correct results none of us got a correct score um, but you did best but what most importantly you pulled it back a little bit so going into the last week, I've got 29 correct results. You've got 26. Um, and Adam's playing for pride. He's playing for pride. He's got 20. <laughs> so, um, you know, someone's got to be last, though, eh? Someone's got to be last. Yeah, it'll be Dan. It'll be Dan at the end of this. <laughs> so, boys, without further ado, let's crack on with this final preview. There are three TV games, and we're going to start with the team that has the best chance of staying up. Everton host and on the beach, nothing to play for Bournemouth. Everton are at home, have a buoyant crowd and an opponent who can't wait for Monday. Adam, Everton win, right? Silly Scott. Silly, silly Scott. No, definitely not an Everton win. I don't see them losing, but uh, I reckon it'll be a close game. I think Bournemouth have done really well. And with Dan's favourite manager... Trying to do Leicester a favour, I, I reckon he'll he'll scrape a draw out of this. So it'll be it'll be a close one, but um, I don't see Everton winning. That's all. 
Dan, Everton win. No score. I had a I had a word with my mate Gary Gary in the week. Uh, maybe not Gary O'Neill, so it's probably the wrong Gary. But uh, no, uh, I'm hoping O'Neill does pull it out of the bag. To be honest, uh, I had a cheeky look at the results that they'd <clears throat> played Bournemouth because somebody said it's certain this is the game that any of the bottom three would want, and uh, so I had to try and look a bit further and. I seen that earlier in the year. I think it was Bournemouth won four-one uh, and three-nil. So there's a bit of optimism for the the Leicester and the Leeds fans. So yeah, I, th- I think it's something Dan that they've not. But um, Everton haven't beat Bournemouth in, in in four. So that's that's hopefully good. hopefully in five comes su- uh, Sunday. <laughs> so yeah, no, uh, I think this will be. It's going to be how teams manage the occasion, isn't it? It's it's a one-off game. It'll be someone like if 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 Everton are going to do us over, it'll be like a Damari Gray double or something, something that will really put salt in the wounds. Well, yeah. The first twenty minutes of these games are going to be big, aren't they? Where it's the drama of them all kicking off at the same time. Um, whichever team scores or concedes first. Is either going to have a huge advantage or a huge disadvantage, aren't they? Either way, and I think think for Everton, they've got the advantage of recent experience. They, they were down there last year, weren't they, on the last day, um, or, or definitely around the last day. So whether that whether that gives them a bit of an advantage, um, they'll have all the flares out, won't they? The fans as they walk in. I don't know. There's ooh, we'll talk about Leicester, but there's, there's something I'm worried about. I've got to be honest, boys. There's something I'm worried about. Yeah, no, you'll probably find going through the going through the Sunday, it'll probably be that at some point Leeds are staying up, at some point Leicester are staying up, and at some point Everton are. It, it, it just changes like that, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam, nice and easy, relevant or pointless to start. I thought I'd kick us off easy. Um, Everton have played in the top flight for the last 69 years. Relevant or pointless? Uh, I'd say that's pointless. Because it won't make seventy. Exactly, it Dan. You, you know it. I don't. I think they'll draw, and I think the results will go the opposite way. Uh, I don't really care about Everton. I've wanted them to go down, down the last couple of years. Um, there was they were lucky last year under Frank. They did that pitch invasion thing at the end of the game when the, the, they just finished outside the play, uh, the uh, relegation zone. So yeah, I want I want them to go down. What's the score going to be then, Adam? It's going to be 1-1. One, one. Uh, I, I see Bournemouth scoring. Um, but then again, it all depends on Calvert-Lewin's playing. But yeah, def- definitely 1-1. One, one. De- definitely a draw. I, think he's so injured. I hope 1-1's one, right. Yeah, I think They'll probably is. do that where they bring him through on the day, though. Dan, score? Yeah. I'm going to go for my mate Gary O'Neill to pull it out of the bag here. 1-0. Oh, wow. 1-0 ball. I don't think there'll be a lot of goals. I think they'll probably be over 10 minutes injury time, so I'll be sweating my ass off. But, uh, yeah, yeah, 1-0 Bournemouth. Uh, I, I do agree. I think there'll be a lot of drama. Um, I've just got a feeling that someone for Everton pops up late. They just seem to have this knack at the moment of having late goals. So, I'm going to go with a prediction that I'm happy to lose on. But I'm going to go for 2-1 Everton. Ooh. When When people are saying stuff like that, there's no conference. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Everton do falter, 
then the fans of the King Power might be hoping that they can find 11 lads who want to put a bit of effort in as Leicester host West Ham, knowing only a win will do. Dan, firstly, do Leicester win this game? Uh, they have to, don't they, Scott? It's it, if if they're not gonna if they're not gonna win, I'd I'd rather be absolute battered because we've at least attacked attacked them. If that makes sense, we've got to go out and I, I, I push nine up top and leave one at the back. You've got to go all out and leave. Yeah, uh, the draw's not good enough. So yeah, I'd rather I'd rather show a bit of fight and lose than. Oh, there's no point drawing this game. No, for me, I just I have no words. It's just got to be. We have to win, and I think we will. I think we will win. To be honest, Adam, are you going? Yeah, I'm going. Despite saying when uh, Smith, Smith came in, I have attended all the home games and one away fixture, so I will be there. Um, I will. I will stay for ninety minutes. I will um, essentially my 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 routine is going to be if we if we win, I'm getting absolutely leathered. Um, if we lose, I'm what and Everton win? <laughs> no, no, sorry. Obviously, <laughs> let me rephrase that. Leicester stay up and I'm partying in the town. Um, but I won't be doing this little run down, run onto the pitch, mainly because I don't think Dean uh, Dean Smith's earned uh, my respect yet. Um, so sometimes I still wish we had Brendan Rodgers, but I wanted him out yeah. for the last uh, four years or whatever it was, ever since he bought the first Champions League chance. Um, no, I don't know. I feel like you're very bitter. <laughs> well, I am, because then two seasons where Rodgers did mess up on Champions League has cost us now. And not only that, you're not Europa League. You need to run on the pitch and hug Dean Smith. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think I'll make it over there. I'll be knackered. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm I'm hoping Leicester win. I want I want us to win. Like obviously Dan was talking about the fight in the Newcastle game. They've I didn't personally see it, and I hope that they do turn up and they they do fight for the home fans. If it was if it was away, obviously it was it would be a different situation. But it's not like the fans haven't turned up for the last. Well, all season. The fans have had the back all season. It's it's the fans turn on them when they don't see them playing. They're like putting effort in. So Leicester fans, obviously, we're very biased on it, but we aren't fans that are booing them because we're playing great football and losing. It's because they're not putting the effort in. And yeah, that doesn't deserve being clapped off the pitch. It's, yeah, no... No, we will we'll be a hundred percent behind the lads and uh, cheering them on until the end. I hope. But uh, right. I'm yeah, going to give you a choice, was... boys. Leicester. I love these. Ever, Everton are drawing one-one. Okay, game's finished. Okay, Leicester are drawing one-one. Ninety-third minute, one minute to go. Okay, uh, I don't know. Uh, Harry Souter heads it in the goal. Win two-one. Okay, Leicester stay up. Okay, or the feeling of when Leicester won the Premier League, which which moment would be bigger for you, Dan? Uh, oh, the feeling for the Premier League would be the biggest yeah. for me. Yeah. I, I had I had good I had good times in the Championship. I don't 
and like next season winning that one again, it'll just be it'd be <laughs> incredible. You can't bring that Premier League win back. Uh, Adam, same for you. Yeah, so that hundred percent the Premier League. That's uh, that's been marked on that trophy now as well. You know, you you can go up and down the leagues as many times as you want. Uh, a team like Leicester and uh, the way that the league's going at the minute, it's going to be a long time before so it's a different team that's winning. But it might be Cov next year, and it's not, <laughs> and it wouldn't be someone that's not classed as one of them big six sides. So I, I don't, I personally don't think we'll see this ever happen again. So, yeah, Leicester win the league. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, like Dan said, I'm starting to get comfortable with us, with us going down. I'd love to stay in the Prem because it's the best league in the world. However, I just, um, excuse me, guys. No, Dan, uh, Dan, for you, uh, relevant or pointless? Leicester have won just one of their last seven final day league games. Uh, how do I answer this? But you know, I mean, it's it's going to be two and eight on uh, Sunday, Scott. <laughs> so, so it's yeah, it's, it's pointless because we're going to win on hoping. I have to say to the listeners, it is more head over heart. It's been a yeah. long season, but putting putting all form aside, I am hoping that we do something on Sunday. What's the score going to be, Dan? Well, it's not been a great season and it's going to be nervy until the end, isn't it? So I'm going probably 2-1. Yeah. 2-1. Yeah. Adam? I reckon we're going to go all guns blazing. I... Uh... I'm hoping West Ham rest a lot of players because they've got, I think, the um, Europa League finals the following week. Hey, Jared Bowen's just had twins tonight, so uh, oh, congratulations! He's out. Congratulations! Yeah, um, congratulations, Danny Dyer. I just, I just thinking that uh, they're going to rest a lot of players for the final because that's their priority. I'm going to go Leicester win three 0 on this one. Oh wow, wow! I mean. Fair play, but uh, yeah, I'll be honest, boy. I'll give you my two pence. Uh, there's a lot of me that's accepted Leicester have gone, um, but it's the hope that kills you, isn't it? And the, uh, look, I'm going to get down to our local pub probably, I don't know, three hours before kickoff um, and start <laughs> oh. drinking because it's the only way I'm going to be able to go through it. So, um, look, I had a when we played Newcastle the other night, I was convinced we were going to score in the 90th minute and win. I mean, hours before the game. Um, we had the best chance of the game. Yeah, uh, so, look, there's part of me going that for some mad reason, Leicester are going to stay up out of all of this um, and thoroughly not deserve to. Um, so, I'll go 2-1 Leicester, but look, boys, if we're all crying in the next uh, review podcast, look, we all expected it. Um, we just didn't want to happen and we're letting our heads rule our hearts. Uh, sorry, our hearts rule our heads. Yeah. Um, but uh, football's there. It's a fairy tale. Leicester have had a lot of luck over the years, and maybe maybe we could just get lucky one last time. You never know. Hopefully, if Everton blow it, Leicester don't turn up. Big Sam and his magic five, who might just be able to keep Leeds in the league against a non-existent Spurs team. Adam, do Leeds at least win the game? I don't know. Right, it it, it kind of makes me like. Wonder. You mentioned it how Spurs have been in the last couple of weeks. I think they've won one in seven now, I believe, or something something crazy like that. They they've got no no form going into this game. They're trying to cling on to a European spot. 
And I just, there's just something about it that I just think Leeds, this is the type of game that's going to be that Leeds win and like Everton and Leicester will both lose or draw and it'll be Leeds that stay up and Leicester and Everton go down. It's just the way it's going to be and you know it is. But I don't, it's, it's a difficult one. I don't see, I don't see Leeds winning, but you just, you just do not know this season. Um, I don't know. I what are Spurs even playing for? Are they playing for just uh, Europa League or is it? Well, well, they're just behind Villa, ain't they? They can and get they... in the Conference League, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, who... sorry. No, it's good now. Uh, and with Villa playing Brighton, but Brighton and obviously just qualified last night, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, Spurs have still got to play for that. They, they, they need European football, and I still think that if they don't, if even if they do get into Europe next year, I think Harry Kane's gone. I still think he's going to go. Um, I mean, has to go. Yeah, yeah, he has to. Yeah. Dan Leeds. Yeah, you know, I I agree with every comment that Adam's made there. I I, I didn't realise what the situation with what Leeds needed to do, but obviously as we speak about the Everton and Leicester games, there is there's arguments for both teams to actually drop points in either of them. And I don't think the teams that, like, so Everton's form against Bournemouth is, it would say it's a Bournemouth win if you don't look other than the last game of the season. Leicester shouldn't be a West Ham side that are fighting for the Conference League title. And yet Leeds are playing a team that, well, one team, they can be, at one time in the game, they can be the best team in the league. And one time they can be down there with Southampton in the championships. So, yeah, you, you never know what you're going to get, really, with that Tottenham side. It's so hit and miss at the moment. And, no, it's a difficult one. I think, to be honest, Tottenham will turn up. I think they haven't turned up enough. So, it's about time they hit a bit of a run in it. It's, it's probably going to be no uh, surprise if they do win and probably because of the people that don't want the job, for the Tottenham job, that Ryan Mason will probably be in charge come next season as well. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I I don't see Leeds getting out of it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Adam, relevant or pointless? Leeds have won just one of their last 10 games versus Spurs. Uh, I'm going to say it's relevant because I, I, I will be putting Spurs down to win. I do. I, I, part of me thinks that Leeds are going to Definitely get two in this game. I think they're going to because um, they're they're going to the the problem with all these games that we've just mentioned, they're all at home, so the fans are going to be all behind them, and I, and I think that Leeds crowd could really get that team up and up and running. But Leeds's last couple of results have always led, and they're, they're the team that have have lost more games from leading positions. So I, de I definitely think that there's going to be two goals for Leeds. But I'm, I might, you know, I'm. I was going to put it a close one and say something like three two, but I'll go four. I'll go four to two Spurs, and I'll, I'll, I'll call it that at some point in this game it'll be two two. Dan, uh, well, I, I agree with you, Scott, in terms of the whole thing. I think it's going to be a big occasion of who scores first out of the three down there. To be honest, I think that will set a big tone for the whole weekend. Uh, like whole set of the games, but no, I, I think I'll go 3-1 Tottenham, I think. And I don't think Leeds will score first. <laughs> I think 
for me, uh, and Adam kind of touched upon it, and I think uh, Luke Aylin touched on it for, after the West Ham game as well, where Le- Leeds get off to a fast start, but they've almost like not got that fitness anymore. It's almost as if Bielsa really ran two years out of their career almost. Um, yeah. I-, I think like Adam says, I think it'll be close. I reckon Leeds will be winning this game at some point. I really do. Um, but I think in the end, Spurs will come through. Harry Kane will, I don't know, score a couple of goals and wave goodbye to the fans. Um, I'll go 3-2 Spurs. I'll go 3-2 Spurs. Um, just before we move on, boys, quick quick couple of questions on the relegation battle then. Uh, Dan, of the teams, whichever one goes down, which one's in the best chance to come straight back up? Uh, you probably look at it and think Southampton. Southampton have got a good chance. Sorry, if you go in, Southampton have got a few players out on loan. I don't know what the terms are of the players out on loan, whether they've got to stay at the clubs, but I think they've got the striker at Burnley, is it? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so and Southampton won't lose as many as what your Leeds, Leicester and Everton will. They've got appealing players to teams, so it, it wouldn't surprise me if Southampton bounce back. Obviously, other teams... Depending on who they keep, it's crucial. Leicester, I, I, I fear, I, I do fear for us if we go down. I think we have to sell to balance the books. Also, probably the same with Everton, the, building the new ground. So, probably I'd go Southampton and Leeds are probably the best two to bounce straight back. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, probably the bottom two. Are, yeah. The, the other yeah, way, Adam. I echo. The other oh, way, Adam. Sorry, who, who, if they go down, is in the worst position? Who's in the worst position? Yeah, I'd say it, I, I echo exactly what Dan's just said on, on your other question about who will come straight back up. So that leaves, obviously, Everton or, or Leicester. Leicester. And, I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd, I would say Leicester. I think that the, the squad that they've got, they've got so many leaving this year on free contracts, um, not not renewing. Um, whereas I don't think Everton have got that. Uh, that's that issue. Obviously, they've got... The, Everton's issue is that they've got to make money because of the... Financial regulations that they might be getting stung on as well. We've got the new ground at the building as well, haven't they? Yeah. New ground, but that's already under construction. I'm sure that I'm sure that budget's already been allocated. Um, but they, you know, I, they've got players that they could sell on, but they've also got players in that team that are good, like especially like Dwight McNeil. I think he'll he'll end up going somewhere else. But if they can hold on to him, that that because yeah. he he's been in great form. They've got a few players, haven't they, that will last a season. A lot of the teams that go down will have players that will go a se- give them a season, and then you've really got to hit get back. Otherwise, then the Premier League poachers do come for you, don't they? When when I look at the Leicester team, Scott, the only the only real people that I can think we've got is Vardy, who's who's getting old now. Um, you've got Jewsby Hall and James Justin. Yeah. Other than that. I think and everyone the else then. Iverson or whatever his name is, he'll stay. Yeah, Iverson and Ward. I think they'll be good enough in the championship. Yeah. But um, it, it's it's one of them. You, it, just off that, there you've got five players from the whole squad that I can think that will get, be in that championship side. So yeah, Le- Leicester will be the worst. Yeah. Right. Our, our hearts are all going to say Leicester stay up, right? I assume. Um, so throw your heart away for a minute, Dan. One word. Who's your head toe is staying up on Sunday? Leicester. <laughs> Adam, one word, your Leicester head, not your heart. Leicester. 
Yeah, I, 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 I think Everton. I think they've got the easier, the easier running. Mm. Yeah. I agree, Adam. To be fair, I do agree. I do agree. Boys, with the rest of the league pretty much wrapped up and a lot of fans able to go and enjoy the final game of the season, safe in the knowledge of where they'll be heading come August, we're just going to head straight into a draft and hopefully keep this short and sweet and fly through a few of the games. So, Dan, where are you going to take us first? I'm going to take us to Arsenal Wolves first. I think, uh, yeah, obviously, Arsenal are still on a bit of uh, what... Uh, Turmoil as such, they've just, I don't know what happened to them last game. They were dropped off. I think they're still dwelling on the fact that they haven't won the title. A lot of pressure was put on them. They haven't had a bad season, to be honest. But then, hear rumours of this year, this week with Wolves that they're struggling financially. So, this could be Lopetegu's final game. They So, I wouldn't be surprised here if you got a Wolves win, to be honest. I think uh, uh, Lopetegu's done a great job for Wolves. I think he took him over in a bad situation. And Arsenal, I think now that Man City have picked him to it, they're on their a bit of, they've finished the season, haven't they? So, yeah, for me, I'm going, I'm not going a Wolves win, to be honest, although I've said that. it's I'm going the draw, to be honest. No. Relevant or pointless, Dan, Arsenal were top of the table for 243 days. <laughs> That's pointless. <laughs> it's a man city. <laughs> What's the score going to be, mate? 2-2. Uh, Diego Costa double. <laughs> Adam, you can give us 20 seconds and then give us your score, mate. Uh, both teams got nothing to play for now. Arsenal is trying to play for pride, Flaster. Home game of the season. I think their team's far better than Wolverhampton. So I'm surprised Wolves managed to escape relegation as quick as they did. Because at one point they were down there. Um, so yeah, I'm going to put this down as an easy 2 0 win for Arsenal. Uh, and for me, just to keep it short and sweet, for me, it's, it's 3 1 Arsenal. Um, Arsenal always play well, don't they, when the sun's shining. So um, and I'm sure the sun will be shining on Sunday. So They'll play well, they'll sign off the season, the fans will clap them off and go, ah, that was a chance we've missed. But, you know, overall, we've had a good year. So, 3-1 Arsenal and a nice little end, end of the Emirates. Adam, where are we going next? Uh, we'll go with the Chelsea-Newcastle game. Um, I don't <clears throat> I don't see Frank again getting any point uh, any points in this. I think Chelsea are hanging on. They, uh, I don't, is, is it confirmed that they've got Potchin for next year? I think it's I all the rumour, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's just rumoured, but not actually... Um... I think it's basically done, but he probably just doesn't want to be asked the question of why he's not took it on before. But yeah, yeah. I see it being a done deal. I mean, Chelsea's side next year is going to be incredible, but having Frank in charge for the remainder of this season, I thought was was a bit, a bit bizarre. And uh, Newcastle will cement their place again in the... Uh, in Champions League, I know they're obviously they've already qualified, but ending this on a win against uh, Chelsea will definitely show you how the league swapped up this year. And when you would have normally thought it would have been the other way around, Newcastle would have been where Chelsea are, and Chelsea would be where Newcastle are. So, yeah, it's going to be a a, a good a good game, but definitely a Newcastle win because Frank just cannot motivate that team. <laughs> Relevant or pointless, 
Chelsea have conceded the first goal in five out of their last six games. Uh, relevant on this one because um, I, I, I see it happening. Um, I, I, at the minute, Chelsea always seem to rely on someone like Raheem Sterling to get their goals. Um, it, it, or it'll be someone like the injured Reese James or something will score or Chilwell. It's always, it's always, it's not a striker that always scores for Chelsea. Um, they haven't really got many strikers, to be honest. No, they're all like attacking midfielders, aren't they? So mm. and, and, and I'm, I'm so glad that I was right about that uh, Mudrick guy because he's, <laughs> he's awful. He's, he's not very good at all. And I'm glad what? he didn't sign for Arsenal. What's the score going to be, Adam? It's going to be 2-0 Newcastle on this one. Dan, 20 seconds and give us your score. Uh, I'm going for another draw here, Scott. 1-1. One, one, I, I keep saying it every week. I... That Chelsea side's too good to keep failing. So, uh, yeah, 1-1 one, one for me. Yeah. I, to be fair, I'm going to go 1-1 as well, but mainly for other reasons that Newcastle have qualified for the Champions League now and, you know, they can just have a good day out and enjoy themselves. So, probably aren't that motivated. Um, and, you yeah, know, Chelsea at home, last game of the season, try and put on a bit of a show for the fans. So, probably be a bit of a nothing game in all honesty. So, 1-1 one, one for me. Dan, where are we going next? Uh, we're going Brentford, Man City. I fear that uh, the Brentford lot may have just got a bit too happy with themselves after beating uh, Spurs at the weekend, was it? Yeah, yeah. 3-1, I think. Yeah, they probably played one of the worst teams in the league at the moment. But, uh, yes, they're going to come across a Man City side that I watched the game last night and I was surprised at the strength of the side that Pep Guardiola still put out despite them being in the Champions League. Final. So, if he does that again, I think Brentford could be put to the sword a little here. I think they'll want to put a show on for the fans and show them that this is the reason why they won the Premier League. So, yeah, I could see this being a damaging one for them, to be honest. Relevant or pointless, Dan? If Spurs and Villa don't win, Brentford could sneak a European place with a win. Uh, pointless, Scott. I think uh, Brentford will be put to the sword here. <laughs> What's the score going to be then? It's going to be 3 0 Man City. Oh, wow. Okay. Adam, uh, 20 seconds and your score. Uh, yeah, I'd say, I'd say, I don't think Man City are going to put them to the sword. I was watching them against Brighton in, in the week, and Brighton played really well. well you know, uh, Man, Man City put out some of their kids and some. Brentford, not Brighton. No, this, this was in the week, Dan. This is what I said. So um, <laughs> they put the kids out, and it was a, a one-one draw. But so I don't. I think I could see Brentford nicking something here. I think the Man City are going to put put their kids out again. I don't. Not, they're not going to nick all three points, but they'll they'll nick a draw. Uh, I've got this down as a draw, so it's going to be. Ivan Tony's not playing. This is going to be nil-nil. Nil-nil. Oh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> The amount of times on this podcast you predicted Man City not to win. I mean, and since we've started this podcast, I'm fairly certain they've won every game. So, <laughs> I can't believe Brentford are going to keep a clean sheet against Erling Ireland, Kevin De Bruyne, you know, et al. Um, Watch this space, Scott. Uh, I'm going to go 3-1 Man City. Haaland gets another two. I don't know how close he is to scoring 40 goals, to be honest. So maybe that's the target he's going for. Um <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, Man City will win it, I think. Um, right, Brentford will have a good day out. And, you know, fans will be up for it, but they'll they'll lose the game. Um, <laughs> where where are we going next, Adam? 
Um, we'll go to one of the nothing games. Uh, Palace versus Forest. I don't think, I don't think either of these teams are going to turn up for this. I think it's going to be a boring, boring game. Forest did really well to stay up um, last week, and you know, happy for them. And Palace turned it around as soon as Hodgson turned up. And it's kind of you look at the two sides and you compare them to the other bottom three teams, and you think, would 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 a change in uh, obviously Cooper Cooper stayed all season, which was good. So you've got one side where they didn't change the manager. You had Palace where they did change the manager, and. You, you kind of write pros and cons to see which one actually benefited from it because Palace benefited a lot from replacing Vieira and Forrest actually did well by keeping uh, Cooper in. And it kind of makes you think, has this same happened for Leeds? Has it happened for Everton? Has it happened for Leicester when they've all replaced their manager? Unfortunately, I don't. I wouldn't say that changing the managers this year for those three clubs, but for these two clubs... One way, one way or the other, it has helped. So, so it's a nothing game. And uh, I don't yeah. see Forrest winning away from home. You're really selling it. Uh, relevant or pointless, Adam? <laughs> Crystal Palace haven't managed to beat Forrest in over ten years. Well, they're going to beat. They're going to beat them this weekend. It's going to be a. I, you know what? I I reckon this weekend is going to be boring. Other than the three games mentioned before, this is going to be a one nil Palace win. One nil Palace. Dan, you can Good have twenty them, seconds and like give us your it. score. Uh, I've got I've gone here for what well, I think Roy will do it at home. I think uh, Nottingham Forest are happy. They the fans are happy. They'll they'll be on a party mode at Sellers Park. But no, I, I I think they'll have stepped off the gas a little. And I think Palace will like to put on a little bit of a show, especially Eze with the got the call up there to England this week, didn't he? So, and I think fair play to him. I think he's deserved that. So, I'm very surprised at that as well, Dan, to be fair. I didn't expect Southgate to do that. So, yeah. What? Are you clueless? He's no, been I'm... one of the best. He's been one of the best performing players no, in the league. Again, the last you're not couple listening of to what I'm saying. I think he deserved it. I was surprised that Southgate called him up because of how Southgate is. Yeah, but he why doesn't... are you surprised at Southgate? That's not surprising. He's doing Southgate the right thing. Southgate doesn't pick people on form. He picks people at the clubs they're at. Yeah, well, sorry. Okay, so I agree with your comments that he's not... Uh, yeah, he deserved it, but I'm not surprised Southgate did it. No. Score, Dan. 2-0 uh, Palace. Uh, yeah, 2-0 yeah, Palace. I'm going 2-0 as well. The Palace boys will have a nice day out last day. 2-0 last day Eze. Eze yeah. both. <laughs> Dan, where are you taking us next? Well, I'm going uh, Man United. Obviously, depending on the view, the, the listeners are obviously hearing us and we're recording this on Thursday night ahead of their game against Chelsea tonight. But uh, depending on the result tonight, it obviously means that Man United will have to get something on the last day. Because I, I see a shock tonight, to be honest, against Chelsea. I think Chelsea will pull it out of the bag. And so it would mean that, man, you have to go and get a point to guarantee Champions League football at the at the on Sunday. So <laughs> you think Super Frank is going to beat Man U? Uh, it it wouldn't surprise me. The United we know they're not they're not clinical enough. So I, I could see I see Chelsea pulling something out of the bag. Yes, Adam, I do. <laughs> wow! Wow! We're not even meant to be discussing that game and it might still be the craziest thing that's been said on the pod. 
<laughs> relevant or pointless, Casemiro and João Polinho are going head-to-head for the dirtiest player of the season, with both of them currently tied at the top with 13 cards. It's... That's, that's relevant, because I think both of them will get hooked again at the weekend. <laughs> so, uh, Tackling each other. <laughs> probably two-footer either way. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, relevant, Scott. What's the score going to be when they need someone on the last day? 2-0 uh, Man United. Um, Adam, I, you can have 20 seconds, but I feel like Dan's... Uh, Stolen your thunder by, you know, coming out with the outlandish take. So I don't, I don't know what you're, maybe you're the voice of reason now. Yeah. I obviously, like you clearly, Scott, is Frank won't get anything tonight. So Manu just needs to just play their own game at Fulham and, and they'll be fine. So th- this is going to be a, a steady United win. Um, we've said it before that Fulham are constantly on holiday. They, they pick and choose when they want to turn up. The only, the only other thing I can say is maybe. Mitrovic is going to try and outshine some Man U players. And, but Weghorst. Yeah, he could eventually replace <laughs> him as well. So <laughs> it might be a summer signing there. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go 3-0 Man United on this one. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, I find it interesting. I'm going to go... I'm going to say Man U win 2-1. Um, but no one wants the Spurs job. Uh, everyone's turning it down. And I, I wonder... If this Marco Silva's an outside shout, uh, yeah. so so I'm going to go. He's going to have a, trying to make a bit of a game of it, Old Trafford. I'm going to go two one Man U. I just feel like well, you're you hearing false news out in Madagascar. Turn it down. You know, no one else wants it. It might be a case of that, but um, yeah, he's had a he's had a sneaky good season at Fulham. Or you're going to come out with Harry Redknapp at one point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Man U win the game two one. But Fulham Fulham make it fun. Uh, Adam, we've only got a couple left, so where where are you taking us? Um, I'll go with Bright uh, Villa versus Brighton. Uh, two very good teams this year that both performed really well. Surprised at this as well. Um, <laughs> is is this the same? This is the same season where Gerard was in charge of Villa. Um, oh, absolutely. And Potter was in charge of Brighton. So two new managers that I think they came in just before the World Cup, I believe. Um, and they've both done really well at the club. And it's it, it's good because it's it's going to start making the, the Premier League more competitive around the mid, mid-table mark. Um, and I, I'd love to see different teams in Europe and the European Cups and everything like that. So I, I, I will be looking forward to this, seeing how this game goes. And... I want to. I want to say it's going to be a thriller, but I don't. I don't think it will be. Relevant or pointless, Adam? It's been nearly fifty-three years since Brighton kept a clean sheet at Villa Park. Oh, and Villa Park's always been there as well, so it's not like it's a new <laughs> ground or been rebuilt. But uh, yeah, so I, I, yeah, I'm going to say this is relevant because I, I feel both teams are going to score. Um, and I'm going to put this down as a 1-1 draw as well. 1-1. Dan, what are your thoughts? I think uh, Villa probably nicked this one, to be honest. Uh, Doing him wrong, I think, like Adam said, this is is a very good game, isn't it? it Probably, I'd like to word it as probably the best best game of the 
what you'd say in Sunday league football terms of the most improved teams kind of thing. So uh, they're both scrapping for that most improved team award. So uh, I just fear that probably Deserby probably changed it a bit too much sometimes. I think he leaves a few of the key players out. I think you got McAllister. I think's on his way out. That's why he's been left out left out out, out of the starting lineup for the last what twice in the last three games. So I think he's got he's got his, his mindset correctly, but he's now starting to plan for next season. And I think uh, Unai Emery gets the better of him on this one. What score? Uh, I I'll go three one. Three one. Oh, okay. I'm going to say this one's entertaining. It's an entertaining last day of the last day of the season. I nearly went four four, but I've calmed it down. I'm going to go for a Desmond. A Desmond two two. Um, leaves us with one to go. Dan, it's your uh, Carabao Cup semi finalist. Where are you taking us? Well, it, it's going to be a good game for the Southampton lot, isn't it? It's seeing off their Premiership campaign. Uh, it seems like it could be like. It's Southampton v Southampton with all the transfers that they've uh, made between the both of them kind of things. Uh, uh, unfortunately, I have to drop my voice a little now because I, I don't see Southampton getting anything from this. I think Liverpool will walk them over the park here, to be honest. Uh, I think what the rumours have heard today is that Ruben Sellers, I think it's his last game, isn't it? So... Uh, and I can't be, I can't see it being a good sign off, to be honest. So uh, I think they've agreed, maybe uh, talks with Russell Martin as the new oh. manager. So, but uh, yeah, it, no, it, it'll, I think they'll put on a nice show, but it won't be good enough to beat Liverpool. So yeah, I'd go Southampton going to lose one three here. One three, one three. <laughs> just, just thinking about this, Scott. Because I'm, I'm not, I don't really know what the the point situation is. If Dan is right with his prediction tonight and Manu lose, we haven't bet on that. Uh, we haven't. Does it? Guess on does that. It come down, does it come down to the final game that Liverpool <laughs> have to win and Manu have to lose to get into Champions League? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So Man, you so, need yeah, a that, point. That, that, Man, you need a point. Oh right, okay. So yeah, so if if that ha- does happen and Chelsea do win tonight, this is a big game for Liverpool because they're they it's like their relegation. Yeah, but you said earlier, time. didn't you? Man, you won't lose. No, uh, they won't. No, they won't. No, it's Man, irrelevant. Liverpool will be out of Adam. Yeah, but, uh, but at, this, at this point, at, at four o'clock, <laughs> Dan, relevant or pointless? The team finishing bottom of the table has won their final game of the season just once in the last twenty seasons. It's pointless. Uh, Even though Liverpool... (laughs) No, it's pointless because they... Oh, sorry, I meant pointless because they won't win again. Uh, They won't win again. Southampton (laughs) won't win. Yeah, so it's relevant then, yeah? Yeah, it's relevant. Sorry, Scott. Yeah, cheers for that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What are we going to do? Adam, go on then. Uh, Southampton won't score. Liverpool will dominate the game. 4-0 Liverpool. Uh, I'm not a million miles off it, to be honest. Uh, I'm going to go 4-1. Southampton will get a goal at the end when the game's finished and the fans can 
the fans that are left can give them a cheer. Um, but there's not been much joy. There's not been much joy there all year, has there? So can't say it's starting this weekend. So uh, Liverpool cruise, but um, it'll mean nothing in the end. They'll have already, Manuel have already qualified for the Champions League by the time this goes out, so it won't matter. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, sure they will have. <laughs> oh. Boys, that's the end of the pre. Uh, the, yeah, the preview. So, Amber, um, let's move on. It's time for the Sunday League podcast, Tony Treble. And after recent events, I just want to reiterate that this is named in honour of my uncle Tony for legal purposes. Uh, Adam, we didn't manage to get the banker last weekend with just me bringing it in. So um, we've got one weekend to go, one last chance to get a winner, one last chance for the listeners to Dan gamble responsibly, but also have a winning bet. So Adam, where are you taking us? And, uh, I'm hoping we all pick the uh, teams that make us to stay up. <laughs> but um, I'm just I'm just gonna put it straight out there. And I'd never back the lads, so I'm gonna go Leicester. Oh crikey! Oh god! Um, well, save you money, listeners. Um, record it here. I, no, Dad, go on, give us a banker anyway. Well, I thought because uh, our listeners have. Lost quite a bit of money if they've backed our bets for the <laughs> podcast this year. I've gone big as well, to be honest. Uh, I've gone Chelsea to beat Newcastle. Oh, you fighter. God. That's worse than me backing Forest against Chelsea. So, oh, God. And I'd probably put a bit more money than you normally do because this one's going to romp home. Oh, OK. So, Gamble's <laughs> responsibility has gone out the window. Uh, Dan's all in on this one. <laughs> Oh, crikey. Uh, what about you, Scott? I'll try and set this up so that the listeners got a chance of you know winning a bit of money on us. And um, Well, now that's gone, so there's no chance. I'm going to stick with where I was going to go. But it's going to mean you might... lose it for everyone, you know. Yeah, I would have been better off it's going, going to be the way to Man City. But um, <laughs> I'm going to stick with where I was going, which is Palace. I think Palace will have a nice... Nice last day of the season. So I'm going to stick with Palace, but I feel like mine's not going to be the one that really matters. So we'll get the we'll get the treble up on our Twitter page anyway at TSL Podcast 4. So make sure you're following along. And well, I normally say hopefully win some money with us, but maybe you can just laugh along at us this week. <laughs> We've not done much so far. So this one's going to be the one. I know it, Scott. <laughs> huh? Okay, on Monday's Pod Boys, I sent you this week's mystery footballer. Here's a reminder. He started his career in Italy and was managed by Roy Hodgson at Inter Milan. In 1996, he signed for Sheffield Wednesday for three million quid, and he was their top goal scorer in the 98-99 season. In 1999, he joined Aston Villa, where rather than going home to Italy, John Gregory made him stay and visit Leeds, as that would solve his homesickness. And he was an FA Cup runner-up in 2000. He also played for Bradford, Derby and Middlesbrough and paid Bradford 3.2 million quid of his salary to stop them from folding. In April 2014, he joined Leeds as a coach and by August 2014, he'd left. Adam, you've got no ideas. Dan gave us a wrong guess. Let's go to you first, Adam. Do you have any ideas yet? Yeah, that's that's perfect, Scott. Now, I've been consulting with some people at work about this and... I've got, I think I've got the answer. Um, and it was all from the people from work as well. Let me just make that clear. So <laughs> I'm going to go with Benito 
what was his name? Benito Carbone. Oh, Benito Carbone. I'm not sure that's the Italian pronunciation. Dan, can you correct him? <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're right. Uh, I think it's oh. Benito, Benito Carbone. Yeah, there we go. And I think, I think the one I was missing, <laughs> did you mention that he was also assistant coach at Azerbaijan? <laughs> I'd have guessed it if you'd have said that, Scott. <laughs> well, I'm glad you've both finally got one. Um, and we had a couple of a bit of love on Twitter as well with uh, a couple of listeners called Hansy and Ryan Westwood, who also managed to get it on our Twitter as well. So Benito Carboni was a popular choice this week, and uh, finally you boys have shown up and got it as well. <laughs> So, very quickly, what have we learned? We've learned that, uh, well, the relegation battle is where it's going to be this weekend and you boys and myself are nervous and you're going along and Adam's probably going to be very drunk by the time the game kicks off. We've learned that uh, whilst Eze probably did deserve his call-up, no one thought Southgate would give it to him, but he should probably get it. I think that's where we ended up. We've learned that Man United are going to beat Chelsea, are going to beat Chelsea, won't be in the Champions League, We'll be in the Champions League and the Liverpool game is going to very much matter on Sunday. <laughs> Boys, it's been a pleasure. That's the last review done of this season. Um, so all the best on Sunday. I hope you can genuinely enjoy the game and we'll all be cheering them along, I'm sure. Hope you do as well, Scott. <laughs>